Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From the audio arena in Meltdown Comics, it's Two Packs with me, Jeffrey Golden. Welcome to Two Packs, a trading card comedy show, where I open up packs of weird, retro, championship trading cards with a funny friend. This week, I'm joined by a hilarious comedian. He's a contributor to McSweeney's, Vice, Paste Magazine, Maker Studios, and many more. Ladies and gentlemen, Grant Pardee. <sighs> the crowd goes wild. Settle down, everybody. <laughs> hey, happy to be here. Hello. Hello. We both come from the same town. We do. We are both Buffalo boys. We're both Buffalonians. And Buffalo is very much a sports town. Definitely. It's the religion in Buffalo. That's it is right. It's impossible to come from Buffalo and not be touched by yeah. it in some way, to not have it be a permanent fixture in your soul in some way. This is very true. People ask me during football season, like, who are you rooting for? And I say, well, I'm rooting for the Bills. Yeah. And then there's a little bit of polite laughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's the appropriate response is some form of kind pity. Right. I'm so sorry. Is, yeah. I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's very strange. And it's not even a thing that you would consciously choose to be. You, you're just sort of in this vague fog of, I guess I just, out of some sense of loyalty, <laughs> it's just some abstract idea of, well, they, I guess they represent the town. They're underdog, blue collar, very delayed gratification teams. I guess that's what Buffalo is about. It's a, it's a strange concept. Do you think the Buffalo Bills will rise again at some point? Do you think we'll ever make I mean, we haven't been in the playoffs even for many years. Yeah, 1999 which, was the last time, which is astounding. That was crazy. That was AOL. Bill Clinton was president. It's a whole, it was a, it was whole, a whole other world. It was very much a whole other world. <laughs> right. It's amazing that they still... And sometimes I'll listen to, even you know now living in Los Angeles, you can still listen to the talk radio from Buffalo. I'll listen sometimes right. when I'm just procrastinating fascinating writing or things like that. And really, you just hear the people, you know, these people that are just kind of, I just want to see them just win one before me or my father dies. And I right. kind of feel like that's what everybody's carrying is just once I would like to see <laughs> my extended family happy at the same time, all at the same time for a good reason. I don't remember which Super Bowl it was that we had lost, but I remember growing up and we had lost the Super Bowl at Buffalo and just the mood. It was just, if you had passed out poison Kool-Aid, the government was <laughs> If you'd like some poison Kool-Aid, we'll give it to you. I really feel like a lot of people would have taken their lives during that time. Buffalo could have been the next Jonestown. We would have been like, we would have crushed Jonestown in terms of numbers. We would have been number one for sure. Every te- I remember my teachers just being like, yeah, you can just do some work. I don't know. Here's some paper. Here's I have distinct Read memories. Read this book. I don't know. Of my parents just being despondent. And I can't remember. It's hard to know. Was it the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one? 
after which one they were just so just sad because it, before that, what gets forgotten is they were so happy. Right. They were so happy. It's true. They were doing so well. They were doing great. They were on top of the world. Oh, no question. In Tecmo Super Bowl, yeah. Tecmo Bowl, the They're video great. game, the Bills are the dominant team. One of the no best questions. teams. No Easily. question. Yeah. If you put Bo Jackson on a team with the Bills, that, that would be, be an unstoppable. The game force. would blow up. It would right. smoke would come out of the Nintendo. <laughs> it would it'd just be like you figured it out. Well, I've got some lightly sports themed trading cards mm. for us to open today. <laughs> First up from Tops, we have American Gladiators, Ooh. 1991. Tops, they make a good card. They do make a solid card. Yeah. I would have to say. We've opened up a lot of trading cards on the show. Tops is definitely the number one quality brand. So their brand name is not a lie. They are very straightforward. They, they are, are the tops. tops. They are Tops. <laughs> Although And uh, Tops is a store in Buffalo. I find it's not a store in other parts of the country. No, that's very true. It's a grocery store. Yeah. Tops friendly markets. Is it the same company? Do you know? Uh, absolutely not. It could not. <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no way. You don't way. think so? I don't think there's a chance that it's the same company. It's one of those things where two things are named the same thing. <laughs> but in Buffalo, goes to tops you have Wegmans sure. Wegmans is literally the best grocery store in the country it really is I do yeah. wish that was a national chain so that people would know about it right they got the good bread and good meats at the Wegmans they do they have all the good things but they don't have American Gladiators that's <laughs> tops had that and then get ready for Comic Ball 4 the Comic Bowl from Upper Deck. This is the second pack of cards, 1992, that we've opened where it's Looney Tunes characters meeting the live action football stars. That's amazing. Sports stars. Yeah, there were multiple versions of this. Wow. Idea. So that it was kind of as though the universe was insisting on a Space Jam at some point. Oh yeah, Space Jam was just the convergence of the Looney Tunes sports craze. This boiled over for years yeah. before a Space Jam explosion. By the time they made Space Space Jam, clearly there was a mandate. The people had spoken <laughs> through the McDonald's commercial, through these trading cards, through the sweatshirts with Bugs Bunny in a backwards baseball cap and a basketball jersey. We like these characters, but we need to see them compete on some sort of field with regulation rules. I mean, I needed it. Yeah. I remember very specifically needing that at the time. I had a Space Jam t-shirt when it was just the Nike commercial. So oh, it was yeah? like Marvin the Martian and Michael Jordan going one-on-one -on -one with each other. It was pretty crazy. I very distinctly remember SpaceJam.com was the very first website I ever went to. Oh, good choice. That's still around to this day. It is still around to this day, thankfully. So I can always go back and remember. But because they had it on the back of cereal boxes, and the way that the internet looked from the perspective of the back of the cereal boxes was, you could do anything. Right. It was this Second Life, way advanced <laughs> World of Warcraft type thing, and then you get there, and it's a wallpaper. <laughs> it's but wall even that was still exciting. Maybe a wave. I think yeah. there was maybe a wave. Wave file oh, in there. Yeah. Of just bugs going, nah. <laughs> and that would take you three days to download that. And you get, nah. Michael Jordan saying, let's play ball. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so glad I heard him say that. All right. Well, you've got a tough choice to make here. Which do you want to open? American Gladiators or Comic Ball? I got to go with Comic Ball. You got to go with Comic Ball. I agree. Ball. All right. Well, I will start us off. Perfect. And open up uh, American Gladiators. One. Do you remember any of the American Gladiators? Do you remember Vaguely, any of them? yeah, I a little bit. I feel bit. like I can guess. Nitro, <laughs> Spike, Turbo. Turbo. Turbo Man, that might be Jingle All the Way, but <laughs> it seems also right. Yeah, I, that was the thing where I remember liking the Hulk Hogan era of wrestling, and I feel like American Gladiators was part and parcel with that. Right. I didn't remember that guns were part of it, 
But here's one that says aiming for the bullseye. Yeah, so tell us what do you see on the front there? So on the front, we see a athletic man with the kind of Eric Dickerson type sports glasses goggles. And he's holding what looks like a rifle that's also a laser, but it might be a T-shirt gun. (laughs) The caption says he's aiming for the bullseye. I assume he's part of the contest and not some person that's trying to assassinate an American gladiator. <laughs> oh, on the back, it gives you more clarity. It says, in this explosive contest, the contender must hit the bullseye with any of the different assault weapons. There They're, were assault weapons? Yeah, I, that, the 90s were a different time, or the Shit. 80s, whenever this was. They're, I like that somebody's just pitching, like, what if sports had guns? <laughs> and be like, oh, yeah, I guess that would be better. <laughs> they are fired from semi-protected safe zones spread throughout the playing area. This sounds very dangerous. Yes. One small problem. The guns? Nope. <laughs> no. The gladiator defending the target is firing a barrage of tennis balls at the same time. Still seems like you could kill somebody with that. That does. But... <laughs> yeah. But I guess in a modern day American gladiator tournament, you sure. would have to have guns. Do you think uh, American gladiators is due for a comeback? I could be wrong. It is possibly already on TV. Yeah, that may be. Well, there's other ones. There's American Ninja and oh, things yeah. like that. And people love that, right? Like they, they do. Yeah. Those are, I think, pretty popular shows. That I never watch. (laughs) No, absolutely not. (laughs) Not my days. My memory of them now is the same as my memory as a kid of just occasionally you'd see it on TV and these people are just swinging on the (laughs) circle things and jumping in ropes. The thing I remember, I think, most about American Gladiators was that they would have Q-tip battles. That they would have those giant sticks that they would try to knock each other out, little little John Robin Hood style kind of thing, (laughs) but more extreme. Yeah, definitely. And it was a king of the mountain type thing, right? You had to knock the other person off of the ledge <laughs> which that's great yeah i mean it's amazing that they felt that we needed more than that because i know that's enough to me yeah that would be just a, a show right there 30 minutes of people knocking each other off <laughs> of a podium or whatever yeah boy i really remembered nothing about american gladiators <laughs> so i guess there was a soccer element to this oh, yeah because there's this is a card by the way the borders are one half is solid red the other half are blue and white stripes so it's definitely has like an america vibe with silver lining as well so it sports in america this card is called thunder giving chase and we see a giant muscular man in red white and blue trunks he must be thunder and he is chasing after a gentleman in all blue who's holding and running with a soccer ball and there's all these (laughs) what looks like backwards badmintons Oh, yeah. Like on the field, giant upside down badmintons. <laughs> I thought for a minute that he was going to dunk the soccer ball into one of them, but it doesn't look like a hoop. It looks like it's a closed top. That's the thing about the American Gladiator competitions is it's a lot like Calvin Ball. Right. Calvin Hobbs where it's just like, are there rules or are they just kind of <laughs> taking these different sports equipment things and just being like, go crazy? Go whatever you want to do. <laughs> Let's see. This is on the back. Tall, swift, and strong. Thunder excels in Powerball. Contend must elude his rolling blocks and crunching tackles and score as many hard-earned points as they can in the 45-second Powerball time span. Wow. No one ever said it would be easy. This game <laughs> lasts 45 seconds. Well, <laughs> gosh. And it's Look called at, Powerball? It's called Powerball. Look at all the production yeah. that goes into something like this to then do it for only...
only 45 seconds. Yeah. It's like a really hilarious waste of resources. That definitely does. Do you think the Powerball lottery was already in effect and they were just, nah, we deserve to be called Powerball. We're also. the real Powerball. And you have Thunder on that card. I also I have a Thunder guy here on this very confusing card where it's just Thunder looking intimidating on one side with very cool Ooh. America is type it a, things. It looks like it might be a sticker. And then, oh, maybe it is a sticker because on the back, it's just this huh. unfinished photo of a man's beefy chest and then most of a woman with a very intense <laughs> six pack. The thing about Thunder that's weird though, because he's on your card too. Yeah, let's talk about Thunder for a little he, bit. My first thought, what he reminds me of are two characters from pop culture. Okay. One is Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. Yep, he has a very Ivan quality to him. And also, Drag-ish. the bad guy from Ghostbusters 2. Yes. He looks, he's just he like, looks like a beefy version of that guy. A very beefy, but <laughs> those are both distinctly un-American characters. Absolutely. And yet, here is our version of American Man, and he's Thunder. America Man. Yeah, he's blonde. He's super jacked. Yeah. There's definitely like a pro-wrestling quality to American Gladiators. Oh, yeah. It definitely draws from that sensibility. Yeah. Thunder is how I think Donald Trump thinks he looks. <laughs> he's just got this flowing blonde mane, and he's this beefcake kind of guy. And I think that's what our president is like, yeah, I look like that. It's funny you say that. Did you see the John Cena episode of Saturday Night Live? I don't remember. The wrestler John Cena portrays Trump in a sketch that's exactly about that, where this is how he imagines himself <laughs> as being super jacked, super powerful. This is mid-action. So I guess there must have been men and women participating in this sport. I believe this is two women playing what I'm only guessing is Powerball. <laughs> okay, so the card is called Zapped. Okay. And it's two, I believe, women wrestling on the field. One has their arm around the other one's head. The other one is oh, yeah. holding a soccer ball. But there's another ball in the background. So this would imply that Powerball is played with multiple balls, which is makes it very rare in the world of sport. Yes. Most sports only have one That's ball. That's true. In fact, are there any sports that require multiple balls? Billiards and pinball are the only ones that come to mind, and those don't generally involve arm your headlocks. Right. Yeah, this is a crazy headlock. And also, can I point out that the caption zapped is another layer of confusion, because what does that mean? Well, I think now I'm, I'm starting to piece it together, because one of the women's uh, trunks say zap on it, so mm. perhaps zap is the name of the person. That let's, does seem like see. a gladiator name. It does say zapped. In Powerball, contestants... Defenders compete in pairs against defensive squads of three gladiators. The challengers must avoid the fierce grasp and jarring blocks of Zap, Nitro, and the other gladiators and stuff volleyballs into the container pods at either end of the field. Hmm. But remember, the sport is only 45 <laughs> seconds long. I think it takes you 45 minutes to learn all the rules. <laughs> right. And then 45 seconds to play the game. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick 45-second time out here as we hear from our sponsors. But we'll be right back with Comic Ball. Stay tuned. <laughs> da 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 <laughs> Da, 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 comic ball. Da, 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 I'm excited comics. to open this. Yeah, what do we have here, Grant? Okay, so the cover, which I think you described quite well, you know, we're talking about the Bills earlier. 
Thurman Thomas, Bill's great Thurman Thomas, is right there, right behind Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> They're two American institutions. Two American institutions. You've got Jerry Rice behind oh, Roadrunner. Man. That seems appropriate. Lawrence Taylor is behind Daffy and Bugs. And then Porky Pig in a Browns uniform in front of Dan Marino. Do the other Looney Tunes have uh, uniforms as well, or is it only Porky? <laughs> no, they do. They oh, okay. in, they are all in what looks to be NFL uniforms. So Bugs Bunny is a Miami Dolphin, which is confusing. Yeah. And Daffy is a Buffalo Bill. And Foghorn so, Leghorn is, I think, a Philadelphia Eagle. That's interesting that they got drafted to different teams. <laughs> it is. They're not a Toon Squad as group here. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> it took the idea had to evolve over many years right. for them to eventually form Space Jam. All right, so should I open this up? Absolutely. Okay. I guess it makes more sense that they would play on opposite teams. Mostly in Looney Tunes, they are against each other. You know, it's Daffy versus Bugs or Elmer versus Bugs or Michigan J. Frog versus that guy who discovers Michigan J. Frog. Hmm. They're not usually on the same team. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I had to like, essentially force it open. There wasn't like, a clear tear line <laughs> or things like that. Okay, this is so... a very expensive show. We destroy a lot of audio equipment <laughs> during the course of this show. It became like an existential <laughs> battle of wills. I'm not coming on this podcast to not be able to open a package. <laughs> These are definitely interesting. They're not what I was expecting. I think by the cover of the pack, you're sort of expecting it to be more of a marriage between athletes, perhaps in photos and poses, along with some of the Looney Tunes. Now, there are a few cards, as I'm just kind of looking through half this pack, that do fit that. But I would say most of them are kind of one-panel comics of the Looney Tunes in sports situations. Yeah, I think that's mostly what I'm getting, too. There's one which is exactly what I was hoping for. This one 100% delivers on the premise of the front of the pack, and this is Bugs Bunny as a coach, a football coach, and he's with Jerry Rice, Thurman Thomas, and Dan Marino. Good. And there there are three speech bubbles. Okay. So we got a full scene. Yeah, all right. Well, should we read? Why don't we read it here? Who do you want to play? Okay, You play two parts, and I'll play the other. Okay, great. So I'll play the first and the third speech bubble. Okay, And you'll play the most meaty part, which is in the middle. Okay, and, and this who is, is that part? That is Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, okay. And the, this, How does Jerry Rice tie? I don't remember him in interviews. Is he a big guy, big tough guy, would you say? Or is he more, he's kind of like sports guy, you know, like, hey, we're going we're gonna to win today, <laughs> you know, kind of a guy? Or? J- Jerry Rice is a receiver, I, and receivers tend to be guys that are... A little more crafty, a little more Yeah, a little feisty. more crafty, he's yeah. A, he's got a maneuver on the field. Exactly. Right. He's, yeah. I'll do it like this. Mwah, I'm a receiver, see? Mwah, I'm Jerry hey. Rice, see? <laughs> Perfect. That, yes, I got a cross between that and mid-90s Jay Leno. I there think. we and go. You've got it. Oh, Jay Morgan. Yeah, so you, you hear about this in the news today. Yeah, All right. Uh, the part of Thurman Thomas will be played by the guy that played Raymond's brother, and everybody loves Raymond. Good. Love it. And this scene is called Gut Check Time. That's what the bottom of the card. The, gut the, Check Time. All right. Gut Check Time. Thurman. All right. So the scene begins with Thurman Thomas. Uh, give me the ball, coach. Dan hits me across the middle. We score, we win. And then off camera... Somebody says, oh, isn't this exciting? <laughs> so we opened a pack of Looney Tunes sports cards yeah. previously. Okay. But th- it was very clear that those sports cards were in some kind of chronological order telling a story. Oh. So I think that what's happening is that these are supposed to be similarly connected to one another. Because on the back, it is numbered, which is not uncommon for cards. They'll number it, but I, it doesn't seem clear that... I hear, yeah. Here's my thinking, though. Okay. Is that if you're doing cards like this, 
Each panel should live on its own. 100%. You know, this panel does not live on its own. No, it's I'm very strange. fairly certain it doesn't work any better in context. <laughs> yeah, you may, <laughs> you may well be right about that. For one thing, all of the players are still wearing their different team uniforms. Yeah, that makes so sense. So the idea that they're on the same team is farcical. That is, abs- yeah, that that's is more absurd than Bugs Bunny as a coach. <laughs> right. They should all have comic bowl jerseys on or something Absolutely. like it was an all like it was an all-star game of some a- kind. That would make sense and would be a very satisfying answer. <laughs> However, I think that is something that you have to add as and is not part of the canon. <laughs> the also the off-camera person saying, Oh, isn't this exciting? is just Who is that? We a have cliffhanger. No- oh boy. That is very difficult. What text do you have on the other side there? On the back is a trivia question. All right. Is there an answer to the trivia question on the same card? There is. Okay, cool. Because sometimes they don't do that. Sometimes they separate them. So you have to get another card in order to know what the answer was to the question. (laughs) For this question, that would be very frustrating because this card is very context dependent. Okay. So the question is, how many years has Thurman Thomas been in the NFL? Oh, shit. So first- This was 1992. Okay. At this point. Okay. Because if you just had this card on your own, you'd be like, when? Right. When are we talking? I'm going to guess. So 1992 is? That's when these cards came okay. out. Okay. So I'll guess at that point he had been in the NFL for five years? Very close. Four years. Four years. Hey, there yeah. we go. Not, Not bad, bad at me. all. Not bad. Buffalo Not Boy. Bad. Yeah. Buffalo that... Boy's got Buffalo instincts. <laughs> yeah. Some that... hot sauce. I'm ready. So I have two that definitely go together because they're both called crowd control. So we have some... Poorly drawn Looney Tunes characters here. I mean, it's not bad. It's just they're not. It's not great. It's they're not a hundred percent on model. Right. It's you look at them and you're like, oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. They didn't get the best done. This in the first card, Daffy Duck has got his hand up in Bugs Bunny's face. Okay. And he's got Daffy is wearing. Do you remember in Flintstones they had the secret club and they all had the big hats. Oh Barney yeah. And, and Fred belonged. Okay. So. It's like those hats. Yeah. He's wearing a placard that says Go Team on. He's wearing like a cardboard sign that says Go Team. Like a sandwich board? Like a sandwich board that okay. says Go Team. And he's putting his hand in Bugs' face and he says, Stand back. I'll show you how to drum up some real crowd noise. <laughs> And then in the second card, Daffy, he's throwing away two cans of spray paint, and half of him is bright red and half of him is bright blue. And he's saying, give me room. I'll get this crowd excited. <laughs> and that's what he said. Well, that, that, so. that seems consistent with how I expect Daffy to act. He's, you know, he's, he's a blowhard, definitely going to take all the attention for himself. So it seems accurate to his character. Sure. I'll give it that. Accurate, but not hilarious. No. and I'm still waiting kind of for the punchline Yeah, I was going to say, it's arguably not even a joke. It's just a series of words. It's words. It's talking. It's talking, which, (laughs) you know, at that time, in a less media-saturated 1992 society, we were just happy to see our characters saying words. Uh, You know what? That maybe we were starved for some (laughs) Looney Tunes, and we just wanted anything. If those words would form a sentence, even better. (laughs) A joke? Look, I'm not... What am I, the Pope? I don't need that. (laughs) I don't need them to form a joke, necessarily. Hey, here's a trivia question for you. How many games has Jerry Rice missed during his six-year career? Hmm. 
Good question. How many games has he missed? I'm going to say he was a guy that I feel like was kind of famous for not missing games. So I'm going to say that he has missed. I think maybe it's a trick question. I'm going to say zero. You are 100% right, sir. I'm just realizing, isn't that the NBA on NBC? It's not even the right sport. But it's a great song. But it's a great song. And that's what matters most. That is very true. <laughs> so what's your last card there? I noticed that when you mentioned that some of these cards go together, I found that two of mine also go together. With The the caption is Hop in Halftime. And in the first card, we see that Bugs Bunny, no longer a coach, is now dressed as a marching band leader. Okay. And on top of his head is also one of those strange hats, kind of exactly what you're saying with the- Horns coming out of it with a, that are tall, like a Russian but kind of y- hat. Yes, but not quite. Oh, you know what it is? Is It's supposed to be like, you know how the marching band leader will wear a very tall hat? Yeah, it's a marching band hat. A marching band hat. So that is what he's wearing. And it's so big, in fact, it's covering his eyes, so he cannot oh, well. see. And he's holding a giant carrot that I assume is his- Baton. The, the baton right. to kind makes, of lead the band. Makes sense. Hop in halftime. Unfortunately, Bugs Bunny being a comical character, he looks like he's <laughs> spun himself into kind of a tornado, a Taz-like tornado here. Oh, no. His arms and his legs are all going awry. The musical notes that are coming out from the band, all crooked and broken. And there is a sound effect coming from, assumedly, where the, the band is. It says, Crash. So, Bugs Bunny, I don't think doing a good time. Now, that's part one of the panel. He's no uh, Beyonce. He's certainly no Beyonce. And in the second part, we see that Bugs Bunny is now taking applause. He's taking his hat off and he's getting rounds of applause. And then the band, they look quite miserable. Now, who they are, I don't. 100% 100% recognize them. They're kind of bird pheasant type characters. Yeah, let me see. I assume that they were playing. Yeah, I know these characters. These are the henchmen of Marvin the Martian. These are the giant oh, bird, yeah. weird alien bird creatures that follow. Yeah. So I guess what he did in being spun around, he knocked out these birds mm. and that they're applauding him for knocking out some bad guys. Okay. Here, you see. Well, I guess that's good because we don't like those characters. You know what? If I saw that at the Super Bowl halftime show, if they like reenacted that at the Super Bowl halftime show, I'd be pretty psyched. Yeah. It was just like the Super Bowl halftime show with people in giant Bugs Bunny costumes, Marvin the Martian costumes, <laughs> doing some kind of act out. I'd yeah. Be, I'd be pretty pumped for that. Oh, absolutely. That would be very different. It would be very <laughs> exciting. And it would be a return to form. Also for Marvin the Martian, who I feel like is a character that was huge. When we were growing up. In the 90s, I feel like that was Marvin the Martian everywhere. Now it seems to be, where's Marvin been? Right. Mars, maybe, but yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know. know where he's well, been. Well, they're reviving Space Jam, so maybe we'll be seeing ah, more of Marvin yeah. soon. But, you know, even in Space Jam, as I remember, Marvin had a small part. I think he was the referee. Yeah, but the commercials, he's a very oh, yeah. integral figure in the commercials. Yeah. I've got one more card here. This is, I think, the closest I've seen to a joke in one card. So we have a giant. He's a giant number 56. Mm, Lawrence Taylor, I think. Lawrence Taylor. That would make sense, given what we know. (laughs) There's only three sports stars in these cards. And it looks like uh, Yosemite Sam is running at Lawrence Taylor. And he ran into Lawrence Taylor's knee. There's a smack sound effect. And then he's bouncing off. And he's looking. His eyes are closed. And his arms are uh, flailing. And he's looking into pained expression. And it's a, I said, get oof. 
and it's a card is called Run and Shout. So oh. he's like ran and he smacked into his knee and then uh, bounced off. I have so. the matching card with that. Oh, what happened, Sam? Or what was the instigation of this event? I suspect this comes after because we okay. see Lawrence Taylor is there in the very similar pose, crossing his arms and judging Yosemite Sam. Right. And now he's bumping himself so far back that he bumps into Thurman Thomas, oh. who says, I don't think this is going to work, coach. Yeah. And that's Run and Shout, I think, part two. So they're all, pr- it must be like a practice session or something? It's... I don't know. It's, it's confusing. These cards are best enjoyed if you know very little about football or the Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. You just like to look at pleasant imagery, <laughs> like at, at pleasant comic imagery. I yeah. think that's, you're going to do great. So that's, I think, your best enjoyment is if this is all new concepts to you and perhaps you're learning English also. This is quite good. If you're trying to learn English and you're trying to make sense of this crazy world, yeah. I recommend following Grant on Twitter. Yes. He's got a very funny Twitter program. Presence. Yes. Great. What's your handle on Twitter? My Twitter is at Grantpa, G-R-A-N-T-P-A. Get it? Because my name's Grant Pardee, so uh, Grantpa. Eh? Grantpa. Yeah. He's your Grantpa. I'm your Grantpa. It's fun. Yeah, you can follow me there. There was one tweet of yours I liked recently where you tweeted it's something to the effect of, make sure to call your representatives and tell them, ah, <laughs> ah, 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 which I liked a lot. Yes. It like, not... does feel like every day is just horrible news. And, the, and you're just, there are some calls to action. It's hard to say that they do anything, but what I would like to do is to just make sure that our representatives are feeling the amount of anxiety and dread that we're feeling every day <laughs> and just be like, ah, this is terrible. What are you doing? <laughs> ah. All right, thank you. I'm Grant. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like that. And then I had a piece for McSweeney's recently, which was a very, very simple, straightforward, but a fun one of uh, if right wing catchphrases were in 90s movies. So, for example, <laughs> the first rule of Fight Club is everyone gets a participation trophy. The second rule of Fight Club is this is a safe space. <laughs> or uh, from the mask snowflake. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, a and B kind of. Would you define Fight Club as a safe space? I guess it kind of was in a way. Yeah, it certainly like it was. it was physically dangerous, but intellectually speaking, they all had, like, they were trying to express to each other a similar viewpoint, you know? 100%. Yeah, it was. <laughs> they were doing it to avoid modern society and kind of specifically women. <laughs> There's a hilarious irony to that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. We're alike in a lot of our bad tendencies, <laughs> but we don't really see it we only put it on kind of the other side so it's a it's a weird time (laughs) it's a weird time every everybody's angry and nobody 100 percent knows why (laughs) well let's do something that will make us less angry let's do some trades i love it about that perfect I like to let the guest initiate trade. Are there any American Gladiator cards that you have your eye on? Something you like to have as part of your life? Definitely. For the complexity and everything that it kind of gives you, I think the Zapped card is very strong. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it shows you that Powerball is a nuanced and complex sport. I think I would like in exchange, my favorite Looney Tunes character is Yosemite Sam. So maybe Mm. we could trade uh, Zapped for Sam. Let's do it. Let's do it up. Perfect. I love it. And let's see. Yeah. Some of these are really, just looking at these, some of these are so weird, huh? Mm. They're strange. I always like to see bugs clapping and enjoying applause. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you would trade for that bugs applause card here? Yeah, the Thunder American Gladiator guy. Do you want the Sticker the Thunder sticker. or Sticker Thunder? Yeah. yeah, Sticker Thunder for sure. All right, you got it. Because he's just, he's too much. <laughs> and it's just enough. He's too hot to handle. Too cold to hold. Yeah. You call the Ghostbusters and you're in control. Well, we're in control now. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> yes, we are. 
Hey, thanks so much for hanging out and opening some trading cards with me. Super fun. Thanks for having me. This is great. Yay. And thanks uh, to Meltdown Comics for hosting. Thanks to Mason in the booth, as always. Thanks, Mason. Thank you, Mason. All right, let's go out. Is there like a good football chant? Is there like a good, what's the football song? Oh, What's they the TV well, the, football the, song. The Bills have they do the shout song. Oh, let's do shout. All All right, right, go okay. out on shout. Okay, ready? All right. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Bam, 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 bam. The but, Bills oh, make me want to shout. Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn makes me shout. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew makes me shout. Two Packs was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevier. Logo by Kenny Kyle. Like the show? Rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners as cool as you. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs Podcast. That's T-W-O. And me, at Jeffrey Golden, that's Jeffrey with a G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for you to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other. Okay, so the caption is, he who laughs last. (laughs) And it looks like a man who's completely insane. He is absolutely laughing. (laughs) And when you see a photograph of somebody in a real laugh, sometimes, and he does look insane. He looks completely bananas. This, I think, is the same guy, maybe, who was shooting earlier, because now he's got what looks like a Gatling gun, but with tennis balls. And he is just firing away into an unassuming crowd. (laughs) He's firing into the crowd? That's my assumption. I almost hope he's firing into the crowd because if he's just firing at one person, that's too much. I hope that there was an audience participation element to American Gladiators. Where somebody's just launching projectiles at them and laughing hysterically. You are the gladiators now. Uh, On the back, it says, he who laughs last, even the fearsome gladiators have their humorous sides. (laughs) Everyone knows that Gemini is one tough customer, but here he's seen in a lighter moment laughing after finishing off another unlucky contender in the assault event. But will he get the last laugh? Ooh. Mm. To be continued. <laughs> so I think it was, I think Gemini was, in fact, the, the gunner in the other card, aiming for the bullseye. Although I could be wrong. Shit. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.